this may contain spoilers. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 1 of Entertainment of Excellence, a podcast we're just starting reviewing movies and TV shows. Hi, I'm Ollie. And I'm Ben. And we'll be having a focus for each episode and today we're going to be focusing on Dirk Gently, or to be more specific, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. So this was something we've just seen episode 1 of, so obviously we're not an expert on, but it was pretty good, so... We don't really know like how often we'll be releasing an episode, but uh, you could expect more from us yeah. in the near future. A- apologies for the really crap sound quality as well. We like action and sci-fi. and Yeah, we... We love Marvel and Star Wars, and we're big fans of Doctor Who as well, so yeah. if you've got the same taste, then please just listen. And, and if you don't, please listen as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's a brief outline for today's show well we we're going to start off by just giving an outline and an overall review of Dirk Gently um and we we plan to have a couple of quizzes perhaps one immediately after we've given the review we'll also give you some updates on new releases coming out in cinemas soon and uh some personal recommendations we have as well as last films we have seen in the cinema ourselves and we could also watch a trailer for something off air and give a review of the trailer and how excited we are to see the film in the near future. I hope you enjoy. Shall we move on to our first segment? Yes, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I think that a Doctor Who episode called Sharder, it was a it was a lost episode. I don't think they filmed all of it. It was a Tom baker episode and basically it never made it to the screen for for whatever reason it was a it was written by douglas adams but there's been various different versions including a recent one that just came out a couple of months ago which was it was similar to power of the dalek it had some original footage and then some cartoon as well so douglas adams wrote this and then because it was never released i think what he did was he actually wrote Dirt Gently's Holistic Detective Agency based off Sharda as a series of books. Neither of us have read them, I don't think. I certainly think it, it has a lot of similarities, certainly with Sharda and The Hitchhiker's Guide yeah, to the Galaxy. Yeah, I can see the resemblance in characters and things. Dirt Gently definitely is a full prefect yeah, of character. Yeah, and then Arthur is... The unwilling human who doesn't want to be dragged in, but gets dragged in. What is he called in this? I can't remember. He's played by Elijah Wood. What, um... Todd Brodsman. Oh, yeah, that's it, Todd. So, yeah, he went on to write these books, and then... I think it... When was the first series released? Uh, the first series. 2016. 2016. And then the second one just came out last year in 2017, so... It's a Netflix original. I don't know whether it's available elsewhere. It's probably just exclusive to Netflix. Ten episodes in the first series and eight in the second. So we've just seen the first episode from series one. So what did you think? Yeah, I think it was a very promising start. It certainly had enough plot to make us want to watch on. Yeah. The cliffhanger was good without being too cheesy or stereotypical. Because 
it was kind of, it was a bit predictable in winning the lottery but i thought there'd be a twist where like the last number didn't fall his way but yeah, it was the cliche him winning the lottery when he had nothing it's like an odd piece of psychology there you'll think that you expect a plot twist and then it yeah. actually doesn't happen i know because you're thinking what eventually does happen it's too obvious so you expect something else to happen and then they yeah. realize that and obviously include it in yeah just to so annoy that's you. quite interesting but I think there's a lot of characters, that's for certain. Yeah, they, I think what the main disadvantage of certainly the first episode, they might be expanded on throughout the series, yeah. is they just introduced so many characters at one time. It's that hard to... it, Yeah, it was very hard to just try and keep up with them. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was obviously Todd, the, who's the protagonist, and... There's Dirk Gently, who's some British guy who climbed in through his window. Yeah, I mean, and then you get all these other characters, such as his sister, who's got this... not quite sure what it is, but it... It was like a nerve... what does it says here? Par- Something to do with the brain. Paribulitis, I don't know what that is. Uh, a disease invented for the show. So it's yeah, so it's not real, but, but it's basically like she fears everything. For, there's a bit in it where she's playing the drums and then she thinks it's a knife cutting. Yeah. So she's living her life in constant fear and can't even go outside. There was this random woman, this psycho, who was cutting people up and shooting them. Oh, Apparently yeah. a holistic assassin, whatever that means, but yeah. she said that she just kills whoever she wants. And then there was, there's just that woman uh, in the bedroom who's like tied to the end of the bed. Oh, yeah. All that happens in her five second cuts throughout the episode is she manages to pull the end of the bed off and fall over backwards. And then there's these random people that just invade the house and start breaking everything with baseball (laughs) bats. And then they just kind of start, what are they doing? Like ice is coming out of them, but then they just disappear. It makes you want to watch more because you're intrigued as to what will happen and who these characters are and I'm sure as the show develops you start to understand what's happened in this episode. And basically the the whole idea is that the Dirk Gently is claiming to be a holistic detective. I don't know what a holistic even means, I can Google it later, yeah. but he's claiming he's a private detective and is on a case and is dragging in the unwilling Todd, who has no clue, apart from the fact he's been a murder suspect twice and been let off because he has not got a clue what's going on. Yeah, I mean, he's desperate to get money because he's owing everyone. There's this person that smashed his car because he's so desperate for £600 for his debt. Yes, um, and then there's obviously his sister who's suffering from an nerve disease and the fact he's just been fired from his job then his house comes smashed in he's suspected for two murders and then obviously because the person who owns his apartment is dead he gets chucked out and is officially homeless at the end of the episode so yeah it doesn't seem to be going well for todd yeah so i really enjoyed it i want to see more i want to find out who all these characters are i want to know who dirk is why he's here And I'm obviously going to watch the rest of series one and hopefully series two as well. And I've got the first book at home, so I might might read that as well. Yeah, I'll I'll probably buy that or something. Um, Yeah. Can you just search how many there are? I mean, it says here on the Wikipedia page, 
based on Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Yeah, Agency that's the book I've got. And The Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul. Mm, is that a sequel? Dirt Gently Returns, so it's, oh, obvious, right. it's a sequel. Are there yeah. any others or not? Um... Because, I mean, there's obviously a lot of episodes, Dirk, so... Dirk Gently novels. Yeah, there's, there's three. Oh, right. But oh, one... I've got The Summon of Doubt as well. What is it on IMDb? It was very high on IMDb yeah. last time I, I checked. It was... 8.4. 8.4 on average. I don't and know how what... about this like... episode? Yeah, it's an yeah, 8. An 8. Horizons, that's... it's called. That so... is odd. It's slowly... The ratings are going up throughout yeah, the series. 8.0, 8.1, 8.2, 8.3, 8.3, 8.4, 8.5, 8.6, 8.7, 8.8, 8.9, 8.10, 8.11, 8.12, 8.13, 8.14, 8.15, 8.16, 8.17, 8.
And as for the format, I mean, I've already mentioned there's ten episodes in series one, I think. Yeah. And then uh... there's eight in series two, so that's a bit random. But also, I don't know if this is because it's like the first episode, but Horizons is about fifty-four minutes long, so just under an hour. Whilst the rest are around forty-five minutes, so they do vary. It's it's like anywhere between forty minutes and an hour, but usually around the forty-five minute mark. Yeah, similar to Doctor Who, because this was like the first episode, so it will be a bit longer. Maybe the last one, I'm not sure, but they're not that long, like Sherlock or something. So you don't have to sit through a lot, but what you do have to sit through is crazy and funny, and just leaves you with so many questions. Yeah, it's like. There's so much action, but then they just change it to humour. So, shall we move on to a review that someone's written on IMDb, see what they think? Yeah, we can check out what someone else has said on IMDb. It's, it's interesting to like compare what we think with yeah. someone else's. I mean, but there are 25,216 yeah. reviews. So obviously reviews. critics like it. But, um, but then when you like compare that to... Something else that's come out recently, for example, like Kong Skull Island, that, yeah. that came out last year. That's that's got a good one hundred ninety thousand. I mean, it's significantly lower, six point seven, but so it's got a lot of people reviewing it, and they've given it quite good as a series as a whole. Let's just take a quick look at what some individual people have said. Best um, show on television, that's pretty positive. We've got a 10 out of 10 here. Best show on television from Elphabar Evil, which sounds like an interesting name. I can't recall the last time I was this fulfilled by a television show. I'd watched the first season this past February and I was amazed that I hadn't heard of it until then. I quickly fell in love with it due to its refreshing originality, compelling storyline and fascinating bunch of characters. This is no ordinary show, it's intentionally wacky and confusing and subverts tropes and cliches all over the place. Well, that as definitely was not obvious from the lottery scene, concluding the first episode. It was revealed yesterday that Dirt Gently would not be brought back for a third season. Oh. But I can only hope how Netflix picks it up because it would be absolutely devastating if this incredible show didn't get the run that it deserves. Yeah, I Eight, agree with a lot of that. But 18 out of 18 found it helpful. So, got another one here. Another 10 out of 10. It's another, the best show on television today. It says, to try and list all the things that make this show special will take several weeks, so I'll try to cut it short. It is insanely well written to the extent that something in Series 1, Episodes 1, that seems random, is actually a thought-out part of the story that may become crucial oh, in Series 2. Well. Obviously, we haven't watched past it yet, but we will, mm. so that'll become clear. Despite being a show about a possibly psychic detective that starts with an insane amount of different stories about characters that don't seem to have an impact on each other, everything is actually connected and brought together in a brilliant, unexpected way in the end. Oh. Well, yeah. So, apart from all this, Max Landis, is that the writer? I'm assuming that's... The writer... Yeah, has managed to write every single character interesting and capable of being the star of their own show. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. Above all, they are relatable despite or maybe because of them being a bit crazy and a loser in their own way. So, yeah, I think that's a good review. Obviously, we can't feel the tie-ins yet because we haven't watched any more episodes, but as we do, it will start to become clear why all these things happen. 
who they are. We've read two 10 out of 10 reviews. I think we'll work our way down to a mediocre review and then uh, a very critical review. So, we've got one here that says, It's not Douglas Adams, still a very good series, 7 out of 10. Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency is an intriguing comedic detective story set in a magical real world with larger and smaller than life characters. Photography and music are great, and effects are decent. Direction is good, as well as actions are presented uh, in an interesting editing with good framing. Yeah. For the, for the readers, the series is good, it's not the source material. You can either accept it, it's not a good show with unusually good acting, or hate it for what it is not, and ruin this for yourself. Well, yeah. So yeah, I think that does it for our review and outline of Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I hope you enjoyed and if you haven't already, go and check it out and hopefully in the future we'll be reviewing some other episodes or maybe the rest of the series or series two as a whole. I hope you enjoyed and let's move on to the next segment. We'll be doing a quick quiz about Dirk Gently. So this is... It's all about the pilot of the 2016 TV series, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. So it's quite difficult. The average score is 5 out of 10. Let's see if we can beat that. Who trashed Todd's car early in the episode? His landlord, his boss, his ex-girlfriend, a gang of hoodlums. It's definitely his landlord. Yeah, it's his landlord. So who did Todd see in the hotel yelling about a time machine? Himself, it was wasn't himself. it? Yeah, that was, was a bit of a weird bit. Uh, what state is the show set in? It's all American, I don't know. I uh, think it's Connecticut. Yeah, I think so. It's Who broke into Todd's apartment? Dirk. That's easy. Dirk gently told Todd that he was an alien. No? He didn't. He said he was not from around here. Yeah. He was from England. <laughs> Dirk is shown eating in several scenes, always the same food. What is he eating? Pizza. Todd is a guitar player. What instrument does his sister play? Drums. How is the average score five? This is quite easy, actually. Yeah. This is an ideal quiz. Who hired Dirk to investigate the hotel murder? This is... Uh... No, it was the victim, like, six Who... weeks before his death. Who was the victim? I don't know, but don't you remember? It was the victim hired me six weeks before his own death. Oh, yeah. In that old... Yeah, the victim. How many people were in the Rowdy 3? It was four. Why is it Rowdy 3? I don't know. Dorian killed himself. Who is Dorian? I'm assuming he's the landlord and he kind of did. Yeah. Let's have a look. And we got... Oh. So we got nine out of ten. Pretty good. Which one did we get wrong? Um, it was Connecticut or Washington. Washington. Okay. So we got nine out of ten. Pretty good. And now we're going to do some personality quizzes. Which Dirk Gently character are you? Let's do it. There's loads of different personality quizzes. We'll do one each. Do you want to go first? Okay. So, the first question is, what's your attitude towards making new friends? Uh, uh, I'd probably say... I don't need friends, no. Um, <laughs> I don't need friends. Sure, I love making friends, I guess. Mm, social um, person. Your house is on fire. How do you react? Oh well, <laughs> find the nearest fire extinguisher, I'd run, duh. No. Uh, family member, it's unfortunate. Why? <laughs> um, Who the F did this? I'd probably just run, duh. No. Uh, so what do you think everyone thinks about you? They probably think I'm crazy. 
I've never considered it before. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm pathetic. Uh, I think I'm cuckoo. cuckoo. <laughs> what? Does that even mean? I don't know. I've been told I'm pretty badass. Hmm. Oh, you're pretty badass, Joseph. Hopefully they think I'm smart. I'll just go with that, sure. How often do you lie? Hmm. I don't lie. If I got paid for lying, I'd be rich. I only lie when it's required. I never need to lie. I mean, uh, I'd probably say I don't lie often, so I never need to lie, so I never do. Yeah. How do you cope with feeling guilty? I get defensive, don't have much to feel guilty about, I apologise, yeah, probably, probably apologise. Your friend just got shot, what do you do? Uh, oh well, yeah, sure, no. <laughs> uh, I'd freeze up, no, I'd probably gasp, run, probably that for now, uh, to their side, not just run away. Um, scream. Probably scream, well, maybe. I'd curse... No, yeah, I'd probably say that I'd run to their side. How do you deal with change? Violently and probably with tears. <laughs> That's probably, if you put that, you're probably going to be the sister, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I get overwhelmed with confusion, with fear, with excitement. Yeah, I'll put that. How many questions are there? Oh, not long. Two more. Two more. Uh, how smart would you say you are, honestly? I'm young, okay? I'm young. I would say I'm very smart. I don't need smarts. What? I think I'm pretty intelligent, hopefully. I'll put that. And lastly, what expression do you usually have on your face? Fear, no expression. Concentration, authority. Excitement, confidence, confusion. There's never really just one expression. I'll put... It's quite hard. Confidence. Someone insults you with a word that you find really offensive. How do you react? Shocked silence. I'd be hurt, but understanding. It might hurt a bit, but I won't show it. I'll shake it off. I'd be shocked and confused, so I'd fight them. So, yeah, that's it done. Who do I hope I'm going to get? Probably Dirk. I think he's the funniest and he's British, so yeah. yeah. Let's have a look. And I am Ken. Ken. Oh, is that Ken's guy? that guy that when the violent girl came, he was the guy that got taken away and that was one of the best lines when she was like, Oh, I'm so happy you came with me and then he was like You said if I didn't come you'd kill me. So yeah. Uh, uh he hadn't been in it much, but he might come back. He looks like Finn a bit from Force Awakens. I'm uh, pretty happy with that. So Ollie got Ken. Ken. Okay. I'll see if there's a different one. Here we go. Okay, that's good. So, so, let's see who Ben is. Would you say that you're a musically talented person? I mean, I've released an EP. I've played the trumpet, never practiced that. I'd say yes, but low yeah. priority. Oh, you can, like, choose. Oh, that's it's a slider. Good. I'm probably, like, there. Do you tend to use unconventional methods for making decisions? No, I just do whatever I do. No, middle priority. Are you a member of teaching staff at a university? No. 
I'm a student. Would you say you're more inclined towards the arts? <laughs> yes, all the sciences. No. I'm no preference. I like both. Do you like to keep in constant touch with your acquaintances or colleagues? I don't have colleagues, I have <laughs> friends, okay? Apprentices. I WhatsApp and I tweet occasionally, so yeah, middle priority, sure. Do you have a tendency to hold fervent beliefs despite people around you? Yes, very high priority. I'm sorry, but that's very high. My beliefs are particularly unorthodox, but... Are you constantly weighed down by the guilt caused by costly mistakes you may have taken in the past? Um, I would not say I am constantly weighed down, seeing as I don't dwell on the past. Would your friends or acquaintances describe you as a particularly intelligent person? Um, yeah, yeah probably. Like, there. Would your friends or acquaintances describe you as eccentric? I mean, I'm a bit unorthodox, probably yes. Not too high. Yeah, just not too high. <laughs> Do you come from a privileged family? I mean, we've got water, we've got food, <laughs> we've got toilets, right? Okay, we're pretty privileged. We're not homeless, and we've got a decent sized house. I'll so tell you sure. who is homeless. Todd. Todd? Oh, that's a pretty good reference. Ooh, yes. Ooh. If you have a Go and watch it if you haven't, by the way. Yeah. It might be a bit too late, seeing as we've discussed it all. We are Probably not... included a few spoilers, but... We are yeah. not sponsored, although if BBC America does want to sponsor us, we are very open. Or anyone, and, to be honest. And to be honest, we, we have our credit cards open. You can pay it as much or as little as you want, as long as it's uh, above 2,000 quid per second. <laughs> um... If you have a significant other, do they tend to neglect you far too often? I do not have a significant <laughs> other. I am lonely. <laughs> Would you say you have a more logical and literal mind than the average person? I'm pretty logical. I'm not. I'm probably not more than the average. Are you, on the whole, a good natured? No, not really. But, like, yeah, but low priorities, so probably. Do you gain pleasure from annoying people you don't particularly like? I gain pleasure, which is a pretty odd way of putting it, but I gain pleasure by annoying people I don't know, so like, if I, um, don't particularly like, no. Are you absent-minded? Yes. But not all the time. Okay, just for fun, predict what your number one result will be. Okay, Ooh. so I've got Dirk Gently, Richard McDuff, Reg Cronotis, Susan Way, Gordon Way, Who? Michael, I don't know. <laughs> I the like ghost. It, I like what it who's the, have the electric monk? Ooh. I, it's like exactly. Todd who's like the protagonist. <laughs> we only know so one person. I'm going to go with... The ghost. The electric I monk. I bet they just give you whoever you put. So I think this is a pretty good quiz. Let's have a look who you got. Reg Cronotis, 100%. Okay. Search who that is. Professor Cronotis. Is a Doctor, Doctor Who character? Wait, what? what? In Sharda, ah, that makes a bit sense actually. Ah, so he must be in this as well. So he, I haven't he, seen Sharda, so re but reuses characters. Ah, that's interesting. He's a guy who's a professor. Okay, that'll do. That's pretty much all we need to know. So oh, now we're going to move on to the next segment, which is news and new releases. So we'll be talking about the new films that are coming out soon, and let's have a look on IMDb. So we've got. Quite a few films that are coming out soon, um, including but not exclusive to Fifty Shades Freed, The 517 to Paris, Peter Rabbit. 
Yeah, oh, I've heard about Peter. I've heard about that. That's going to be really bad. Yeah. Anything that they take a classic. I don't like, think there's been anything that looks good so far on this. Hasman, uh, Before We Vanish. Elaborate. Oh, Black Panther, can't wait. Okay. February 16th. It's Black Panther. That's good. We'll bookmark that and we'll talk about that. Uh, no, go up. Early Man as well. That's the new Aardman film. Man. Things that are coming out soon, there only seem to be two things that look any good. Uh, well, only one, really. Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah, Tomb Raider. That'll be awful, because game films always are. Well, you mean, like, Angry Birds? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no. God Particle, tr- Tully. This isn't looking too good, so... so... I mean, we've obviously got some... We usually have we'll like, talk about Early Man first. So the latest have... addition to the Aardman universe. 6.4. 670 people. Wait. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's about cavemen and a dog. Okay, now we're going to watch the trailer and discuss that. So be prepared to skip. Chief! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Time to go hunting! Bit early, is it dark? <laughs> Right, grab a spear. Oh, it's pointy. Change your underpants today? Yeah, change them with dongle. <laughs> Never mind. Shush, everyone. Excellent. The Edge of Stone is over! Long live the Edge of Bronze! Hey! Where have you been, the Stone Age? I've got to save the tribe! Fiorina's this way. So throw your sticks and throw your stones, cause you ain't gonna break my bones. Huh? A caveman? A caveman? You leave my tribe in peace. How dare you? Oh. Take him away and kill him. Slowly. Idiots. If we win, we can have our valley back. And if we don't beat them, we'll spend the rest of our lives working down a mine. What's a mine? You're pretty brave, caveman. <laughs> and stupid. Oh, I can help. You stay. I don't want to attract attention. So we just watched the early man trailer. It looks rubbish. (laughs) It's interesting to say the least. It looks pretty entertaining for the younger viewer. The parts where... I bet some people will be laughing like mad, but for us it's just not very funny. Basic uh, principle, there's just a tribe of cavemen and they're trying to save the Stone Age from the Bronze Age. It and opens with this 
odd scene of some <laughs> some guy who's obviously called Doug from the credits coming into his village and saying the hunting season's arrived. And then something. there's just this hilarious part where this guy gets a spear and says, ooh, it's sharp. That's either an innuendo or just a really bad joke that's not even meant to be funny. Yeah. Um... Then there's this dog thing still. Basically, as the trailer progresses, it's going on about how there's a new age dawning, and we see we're confronted with these really weird things, which look like mammoths, kind of. I think they're a spoof of Atats from oh, yeah. Star Wars, and then it's just. And then there's this stereotypical villain that's in every single Aldman film. It just looks like every villain. I think it's all about football match or something. Which is a bit stupid, given it's meant to be set in the Stone Age. I know we're like being very critical of this, which is just meant to be a entertaining film for the younger audience, but it looks alright. I think that there are some films for a younger audience that can be good. Yeah, um, this doesn't look too bad. Like I like Wallace and Gromit. I'll we'll probably and, end up watching it. Like Wallace and Gromit's entertaining. I like Wallace and Gromit. And I think just like the trailer for Paddington 2, it's too full of yeah, the funny best things. Parts. And I think, to be honest, they probably want to cram as much funny stuff into one trailer as possible. There's, there's nothing really wrong with that. Yeah, it, it certainly I mean, entices it, will, it will attract people. Um, but I think if they're the only funny bits in the film or they're only a bit of, then it's got the potential to be a good film and we can't really judge it too harshly until we've seen it. So, should we move on to watching the trailer off-air of probably one of my most anticipated films of this year, which I cannot wait to come out, the one and only Black Panther. Wakanda! I have seen gods fly. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh-huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? Hola! Let's go, go, go! happens to the rest of the world. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. The revolution will not be televised. Let's have some fun.
Wakanda forever! Okay. So we've just watched Black Panther trailer. I will not freeze. It looks sick. There's the good Black Panther. Uh, and then there's the bad guy, which is played by Michael B. Jordan. And their suits are pretty much identical, apart from the slight colour difference. And then there's this other bad guy, who I think was in either... I think Civil War, but it might have been Age of Ultron. He's been broken out of prison, I presume will happen at the start. And then there's a bit in it where his hand just splits in half and a gun comes out. And then at the start there's Martin Freeman. That is definitely going to be better than... Uh, <laughs> early man. Early man. I mean, you can't really... I mean, I think that's going to be pretty forgettable, seeing as Ben couldn't even remember the name. <laughs> so you, couldn't, you can't really compare them, to be fair. I know. But the quality of the trailers relative to the, the quality of entertainment that previous films have provided, I think certainly for our target age, it's going to provide... Yeah, I mean, Marvel is just succeeding so well. Last year they had three major hits in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok. And I think that Disney have now bought... They've bought Fox now. Mm. So that means I think they'll be making maybe X-Men. They've made... They're obviously doing Spider-Man now, but I think they might do X-Men, potentially. Does that, mean, does that mean they might try and incorporate them back into the Yeah. MCU? I mean, also, this year, well, there's this, and then obviously there's the really anticipated Infinity War, and then there's the third film, I think, that will be coming out, is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Which we will be discussing next episode yeah so look out for the trailer review and breakdown for Ant-Man and the Wasp next episode probably and our next segment now is just a quick recommendations where we're each going to say something that we want to recommend for either the other person or you listening so what I want to be recommending is the Star Wars Holiday Special no just kidding <laughs> no <laughs> but seriously you, you go and watch that it's hilarious no, what I'm actually going to be uh, recommending for everyone is The Maze Runner. This is something that I recently saw a couple of days ago. It's a really good film. It's really interesting. Um, it's basically these people captured in a maze and they're not sure why at first they forget their names and then each time someone comes, it's called the Green, it's a Thomas comes and he's the new guy and he finds out about everything but... From the moment he comes, everyone knows he's different. And basically, he's trying to go into the maze, and the maze is where the runners run, and they're trying to escape. So one of the runners is Mino. But then, a new greenie comes. They're meant to come monthly, but one comes the next week, Teresa, and she, again, is different. She's the first female to come, ever. And eventually, they just escape from the maze... They find a uh, code and they break through and, and then they escape and they find out that Wicked have put them in there. There's been this disease that Sephron's catching and they're the people, they don't know it yet, but they're immune. So they've been testing them in the maze. So I'd really recommend that film. There's books as well. I'll have a look what it is on IMDb actually because I think it's quite high. It is very good and... They've made the third one now. In the book series, they made a prequel one called The Kill Order. So I'm not sure if they'll do that. Maybe, but maybe not. So 
we might have seen the last one, but Maze Runner came out in 2014 and it's a 6.8, which isn't that high, but I would really recommend it because I enjoyed it and I think you will too. The series I really recommend is called Humans. We might end up watching an episode of it in a future podcast. Basically what happens is this is like um, an alternate universe that's very similar to ours, but the way we all have our phones and devices, this alternate universe has robots or synthetic humans that are known as synths, and they perform everyday tasks help around the household. However, they they are just robots and they can talk, but they are very restricted because of their programming. So when this family gets a new synth called Anita, and when she starts to show signs of being sentient, it builds up quite slowly, but it's done in a very, very good way. The series one was out in 2015, two was in 2016, and I believe They'll be doing a third series this year. And as it develops, they introduce a whole host of characters and it turns out that there was an initial band of synths that were programmed with artificial intelligence and because they are so intelligent, they are extremely valuable to the human race and will have the consciousness taken away because they can be so valuable and the whole plot is whether this family is for or against these sentient synths and their morals behind it and I think it's, it explores a wide range of morals and it includes um, some scenes which it's a 3 to 15 for a reason it, it does include some scenes in a brothel with a uh, female synth who is sentient and is working as a prostitute because she has to stay safe from the evil people and basically she ends up killing someone and going on the run and series two she's she's captured and the whole thing is whether she should get a human trial or not. In a nutshell it explores what it means to be human and I think it was rated very well on IMDb an 8.0 on average. Some have got 7.9s, 8.2s, 8.9s. Wow, so anyway, we, we hope you've enjoyed this initial podcast. You yeah, have... so that was episode one for Entertainment of Excellence. Hopefully we'll be able to put out some more episodes soon. You can't really judge us too much on the technical accuracy because we are just using one condenser mic. I am going to buy another so we can get much better sound quality in the future and we don't quite know yet how we'll distribute this but we would be very appreciative if you shared this with your friends and we haven't quite decided yet how often we'll be releasing um i think right now it's a matter of whenever we're both available but i I say you could expect the next episode within the next two months yeah um, yeah, so hope you enjoyed and oh, I'll see you. Oh, I'll see you.